You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. If you could please stand and honor the reading of the Word of God, 1 Timothy chapter number 4, and we'll read two verses here, verse number 15 and verse number 16. It's so good to see everybody uh, here tonight uh, under the tent and uh, as our final service underneath the tent. And, uh, we'll, but we'll remember these nights, amen, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, doing this again next year, uh, but we're going to do it in January, amen, and uh, that'd be a good time, right? And First uh, Timothy chapter number 4 and verse number 15, the Bible says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. And then verse 16, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt, have, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Dan. And keep your Bibles open there. We will dismiss the uh, pastor's pals. That's ages three and a half through the third grade. Uh, to go with Miss uh, Grace Lucas and uh, Brother Garrett, Miss Taylor. So if you would, children, if you'd kind of start getting lined up, they'll walk across together, and uh, they'll have their pastor's pals, and uh, somebody's excited. And I appreciate all of our workers, uh, the, the morning junior churches and nurseries, in the bus ministry, pastor's pals. Now we've got summer kids club. We just finished up master clubs. And uh, I thank the Lord for our children. God has given us some precious children in our church. And I thank the Lord for them. Brother Dan mentioned we're going to have the tent in January. And it's funny that he said that because when he said that, in my mind, it, uh, it instantly reminded me of the drive-in services we had in January and February. And how many of you how many of you came to some of those drive-in services? Let me see your hands, okay? So you know what I'm talking about in January. And uh, I, I had to go get a hat to put on my head because it was so cold. And uh, I had gloves uh, that I would wear until I had to turn the pages in my Bible. And I had little hand warmers in my pockets. And uh, I would, I'd get done with that drive-in service have my big uh, overcoat on, have my hat, have my scarf. But the one thing I had trouble with was my, my toes. My feet would get so cold. And then I'd go sit in the Sunday school in the fellowship hall after freezing for the drive-in service. And Brother Dan would crank the air on in the fellowship hall. And I'm already cold before it started. And, and I'm getting hot coffee. And I'm sipping on that hot coffee. And We've come a long way, have we not, since January? But, you know, one thing remains the same. God has been faithful. God's been so good. And I thank the Lord for his mercies and for his blessings upon our church. And I thank you for being so uh, flexible. I think that's the right word, being so patient. Uh, we've had you everywhere. You've been in the parking lot, and you've been under a tent, and we've been back in the building, and then we've been back under the tent. But I believe God is uh, doing some great things, and I believe the, the best days are yet ahead, and I'm looking forward to seeing what God has in store for us. Tonight, I'd like to bring the final message uh, from our series 
on 1 Timothy chapter 4. We've really been through every verse, and we have uh, seen how we can be an example of the believers. We said, first of all, in this passage, we see that there are those who exit. And uh, I, I hope and pray that that would not be true of anybody under the tent tonight. Uh, I pray that God would help us to be faithful and uh, I'm not talking about staying faithful just to a church, although I think you ought to find a church that preaches the Bible and stick with it. Um, we don't have this a lot here that I, that I see, but there are some parts of the country where uh, people hop from church to church. And they stay until they, something happens they don't like, and then they move to another church, and then they don't like something there, and they move. To, and and, and I, you're, you can't do that every time there's a problem. Uh, some people do that with jobs, and some people do that with um, neighbors and all that, but you just, you got to figure out where God wants you and then just stick it out and trust him and let God bless you through the hard times. But I'm talking about not just being faithful to a church, but I'm talking about being faithful to God. I don't exit. There are those who exit. We said there are those who exercise. They exercise to godliness. There are those that endure. They go through the hardships and they just stay true and they stay faithful. Then we see those who set an example. And then we saw this morning, there are those who exhort. There are those that encourage. There are those that edify, and that's what God has called us to do. Tonight, I'd like to draw your attention to verses 15 and 16, and uh, we will have a word of prayer. We'll get right into the message. I would ask you to be in prayer. I, I talked to Miss uh, Dale right before, uh, right before choir, and uh, she let me know. Many of you may know by now, but Pastor uh, Starling from over here at Harvest uh, Temple, uh, Pastor Starling uh, went home to be with the Lord this morning. And uh, he'd been battling cancer for several months. And uh, you pray for his family and pray for that church, if you would. And uh, maybe be something you can do this week to be a blessing to some folks that you know that go. There are a lot of good folks there, and I hope you pray for them. And then I forgot to mention, we've got um, uh, Renee and uh, Virginia. We're so glad that uh, you uh, ladies are with us tonight. Thank you for joining us, Brother uh, Wade, it's been so good to have you for these tent services, and not just the tent, you've been in the building, but I appreciate you, and hope you get to know this good man here, and just looking around, uh, thank you so much for your faithfulness, and thank you for being here tonight. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We pray you'd speak to us as we look at your precious word. I pray you'd bless our church. I pray you'd keep us faithful, keep us true. I pray for the church, uh, just a, a, a stone's throw away, uh, those folks who lost their pastor this morning. Lord, I pray you give them comfort. I pray you'd strengthen them, and I pray you'd give them great grace. And Lord, I pray as a church, I pray we would never take for granted uh, the people that you've put in our lives. I pray for our choir that we'd never take for granted fellow choir members. I pray we'd never take for granted fellow bus workers and fellow nursery workers and uh, fellow teachers and, and, and staff and deacons. And I pray that we would not take one another for granted. But I pray we'd love each other and encourage each other and, and help each other while we have days to serve you. I pray you'd speak to us tonight from your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, in, in order to uh, keep with our series and hopefully help you remember it, I want to talk to us tonight and preach on the subject, those who excel. Those who excel. The Bible says in verse number 15, meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly or completely to them that thy profiting may appear to all. You know, if, if you have been working on a particular uh, trade or a particular skill, uh, let's say that you build houses 
and uh, you, you, you start and you, you work on it and you, uh, you work on it for years and years and years at building houses. And, and, and after you've, you, you've worked on it and you've, you've tried to master that trade and uh, after 20 years you, you see somebody you hadn't seen in a long time and they come by and they say, oh, I'd like to see what kind of work you're building. And you take them to see that house that you've built and they look at the house and they say, is this the best you can do? Um, is there a reason why the walls are not level? Is there a reason why the, 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 the seams, uh, you know, don't meet? Is there a reason why it's leaning one way? Is there a reason why the, uh, the, 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 the windows are not hung properly and the doors are not? Is there a reason why? And, and they'd say, you've been working on this trade for 20 years and you still don't have it figured out. Now, that would be a shame to say you spent 20 years trying to learn a trade and you didn't figure it out. But I wonder if people would see us after being a Christian for 20 years or 30 years or 40 years. I wonder if they'd see some things in us to say, hey, it's evident that person's been walking with God. It's evident that person's been, been growing in grace, and it's evident that that person is more and more like Jesus. I hope that people can see a difference in us, and the longer we're saved, the more difference people ought to see. Can I tell you, there ought to be a work going on in your heart and my heart and our lives that brings honor and glory to Jesus that is evident for people to see. You say, well, Pastor, don't forget, God looks at the heart. You're exactly right. But can I tell you, God looks at the heart, but there's a world out there that doesn't see your heart. There's a world out there that is looking to see evidences in you and me that our faith is real. I want to talk to us about this idea of how we can excel and how we can grow and how we can uh, uh, allow others to see Jesus in us. Would you notice quickly, it says in verse number 15, it says, meditate upon these things. Now, Paul is talking to Timothy, and he says, you need to meditate on these things that I've been teaching and these things that I've been instructing you. The Bible has a lot to say about meditating. I'm not talking about a uh, a, a, a new age kind of a thing. I'm not talking about a, 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 a an ancient religion. I'm not talking about monks in a monastery. But I'm talking about meditating on the things of God. The word meditate, it means to ponder. It means to muse. It's the idea to weigh in the mind and to consider and compare the circumstances or consequences of an event. It's to view something with deliberation. You see, meditation is more than just thinking about something. Meditation is considering how can we apply the truth or the principles upon which we're thinking. For instance, if you say, I'm going to think about the things of God. Well, good. I hope you do. I hope you meditate on the things of God. I hope you meditate on the Word of God. But it's not enough just to meditate on the Word of God. We ought to meditate and say, now how can I apply this? How can I make this a part of my life? How can I take the Bible and how can I make it practical so that I'm living the Bible in my home? I'm, I'm, I'm practicing the Bible in my marriage. I'm living out the Bible in the community. How can we meditate and apply the truths that we've learned? First Timothy says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them 
that thy profiting may appear to all. The psalmist said, I remember thee upon my bed and I meditate on thee in the night watches. Maybe there's some times when you can't sleep. Miss uh, Betty was just telling me this uh, last week. There was a night and she uh, 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 couldn't sleep. And so she listened to a sermon and that sermon helped her. Can I tell you, maybe there's times in the night God will wake you up and maybe God wants you to listen to a sermon or maybe God wants you to pray or maybe God wants you to think about some things that the Holy Spirit is doing in your life but meditate on the things of God. Psalm 77, I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Psalmist said in 119 verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts. Psalm 143, 5, I remember the days of old I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. Can I tell you what I'm going to do for uh, the, the, the months and years to come? I'm going to think about these tent services. I'm going to think about these drive-in services. I'm going to think about the time that we were online. I'm going to think about some of those times, and I'm going to praise God for what he did, and I'm going to thank God for what he brought us through, and I'm going to ask God to use what he's done in the past to help us not just to coast in the future, but to ask God to take the past and help us to be propelled into the future and what he has for us. Isaiah 26, verse number 3, the Bible says, Thou wilt keep him. In perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. You know how you're going to have peace? You're going to think about God. You're going to meditate on God. You're going to think about how good he is. You're going to think about the fact that he's in control. Meditation on the things of God brings peace. It brings delight for the soul. It brings joy to the heart to know that God is able to take care of you. I'm not talking about meditating on self, but I'm talking about meditating on God and his word. Would you turn with me, please, to the book of Joshua? Hold your place in 1 Timothy and go with me, please, to Joshua chapter 1. We find in this passage, verse number 8, Joshua is speaking to the people, and he says this book of the law the Bible, the Word of God, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. That means you talk about it. That means you share it with others. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt, what's the next word? Meditate therein day and night. So that means we're supposed to think about the Bible more than just Sunday morning, right? More than just Sunday night, more than just one day a week, but day and night, it says that thou mayest observe. So you meditate on it so that you can practice it, so that you can observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. We're talking about excelling. We're talking about growing in grace. We're talking about people seeing Jesus in us. And can I tell you, if we're going to have success in the Christian life, it will not come apart from the Word of God. Success in the Christian life does not come because you've got a lot of experience and you've got a lot of great ideas and you've got a lot of you know, great background and great history and a lot of good family and a lot of good friends. It's going to come based upon what you do. And what I do with the Word of God, meditate 
upon these things. Then thou shalt have good success. God's word gives us some themes upon which we should meditate. I'll give them to you quickly. If you want to jot them down, I won't have you turn to these passages. Psalm 62 tells us we should focus on God himself. You know, we focus a lot on sports stars and movie stars, and we focus a lot on government leaders, and we focus a lot upon people with great accomplishments. But can I tell you, when you focus on the Lord, it'll help you and it'll change your life. Uh, I think about that song, How Great Thou Art. When you think about God and all of his might and all of his power and creation and the fact that he knows you and he loves you and he cares about you, it'll help you if you'll meditate on him. Psalm chapter 1. We will go to this one. Psalm 1. Flip over there in your Bibles, if you would, please, to Psalm 1. The Bible says in verse number 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he, what's that next word? Meditate, there it is again, day and night. Well, what happens when he meditates in the word of God? Verse 3, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. There it is again. Prosper, success, it comes from the Word of God. Focus on God. Focus on the Word of God. Focus, Psalm 77, verse 12, on the works of God. Hey, spend some time thinking about the things that God has done for you. Think about what God's done for our church. Think about the things that God has done for our nation. Think about the goodness of God. Psalm 143, the Bible tells us we should meditate on past victories. Aren't you glad that the God that gave you the victory in the past is the same God that can give you the victory today? And you might be facing something. It's so big. You don't know how you're going to get through it. You don't know how you're going to get around it. You don't know how you're going to get past it. But that same God is able to give you victory today like he did yesterday. Turn with me, if you would, to Lamentations, the book of Lamentations, chapter 3. The Bible says in verse number 21, I want you to flip over there if you would. I want you to see these verses. Lamentations 3, verse 21. Jeremiah writes, and he says, this I recall to my mind. Uh-oh. He remembers something. He thinks about something. He says, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. You say, well, what was Jeremiah going through? He had just witnessed the city of Jerusalem being destroyed. He had just witnessed his people being taken captive. He had just witnessed his people uh, uh, being, being murdered and being, uh, uh, being tortured. And Jeremiah said, I remembered something, and I have hope. And then he says in verse 22, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I want to encourage you this week, spend some time meditating on past victory. Spend some time thinking about the mercies of God that have brought us this far. And then lastly, I'll say quickly about meditating. Focus on positive things. 
You say, well, is that in the Bible? You better believe it's in the Bible. Philippians 4, verse number 8. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That means if it's something that's negative, if it's something that's wicked, it's something that's sinful, you don't dwell on that. You say, well, I just believe that, you know, I'm the, uh, I'm, the, uh, I'm the CIA of Roanoke Rapids, you know, and I need to find all the dirt on everybody. Well, I don't find that in the Bible. I do know that God judges sin and God deals with sin, and I'm not uh, saying for, for a second that, you know, it's not a big deal, but I'm just saying this. You can't live your life focusing on the scandals. You can't focus, you spend your life focusing on all the negatives. You can't spend your life focusing on all the conspiracy theories out there, you know. Oh, I think this is going to happen. And oh, no, this might happen tomorrow. And oh, no, what about this? i tell you what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to get your mind on things that are holy and things that are godly and things that are right. And when you meditate on those things, it is going to make a difference in your Christian life. You're profiting. Uh, your growth will appear to all. First Timothy, head back there if you would. First Timothy 4. We're to meditate on these things. And then it says, give thyself wholly to them. Give everything you've got to the things of God that thy profiting may appear to all. It should be evident. It should be obvious that we are growing in the Lord. The Bible says in verse number 16, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. You know what that verse says? It says that you and I should constantly be evaluating our lives. Okay, now let me give you a for instance. There are some things in life that you should check often, right? If you have trouble with your blood pressure, you need to check that often so it doesn't get out of control. If you have trouble with your blood sugar, you check that often so it doesn't get out of control. Um, if you are on a diet, which uh, uh, some of you say, I thought all diets were off. Well, when it's a church event, then the diet's off, you know, but uh, it seems like there's always something, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like there's always some good food? It's part of being a part of a Baptist church, I guess. But if you're on a diet or if you're on some kind of a program, you're trying to lose weight, you know what you have to check often? You have to check the scales, right? Now, I like to check the refrigerator often. That's what I like to check because there's always something good in there. And, you know, and that's exercise, right? You walk all the way to the refrigerator and you walk all the way back. And, and, then, and then you've got these things here. If you want to build up the muscles in your arms, called forklifts, you know, and those are good. And you can get a lot of those in, a lot of reps in there. Uh, but you check the scales. If you're uh, trying to uh, make sure you're doing good with your budgeting and your finances, you check your bank account. You make sure that you know where the money's going and you make sure that there's no money going out that shouldn't be going out. But you check those things. But can I tell you, we ought to be checking our spiritual condition 
It says, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Make sure you're not getting off in your Christian life. Make sure you're not getting off in what the Bible says in the doctrine of the word of God. And then it says this, in, uh, and uh, continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Did you know your faithfulness and your continuing in the things of God, not only does it help you, not only does it save you a lot of grief and save you a lot of problems and save you a lot of misery, but it helps the people around you. When we get away from God, sure, we hurt ourselves, but we hurt a lot of other people in the process. I've already preached the message. Let me give the outline and we'll be done. How to excel. How to be all that God wants us to be. How to uh, uh, let our profiting uh, be evident and obvious to those around us. Number one, we said you got to focus. That's the word meditate. Just meditate on the things of God. Meditate on the word of God. Meditate. Think about the blessings of God. Number one is focus. Number two, follow. The Bible says give thyself wholly to them. Give yourself completely to them. Uh, let me put it like this. If this book is true, and, and I believe it is from cover to cover, if this book is true, then don't you think we ought to live it? If this book is the Word of God, and it is, don't you think we ought to give 100% to this? I don't think as Christians, I don't think we ought to be in this thing 50-50. I don't think we ought to be half in and half out. I think we should give ourselves wholly and completely and follow these things. And then lastly, number three, just be faithful. The Bible says continue in them. Hey, you, you started the race. You started the journey of the Christian life. Just keep on going. Just keep on. Uh, don't quit. Don't get discouraged. Hey, do you get tired sometimes? Sure. Do, do trials come sometimes? Absolutely. Do people disappoint you sometimes? Sure. Are there things that you wish would have been different? Sure. But you got to keep your eyes not on people, not on circumstances. But you got to keep your eyes on the Lord and be faithful. Continue till Jesus comes. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.